0: hey what's up you guys welcome back to dressing the wound i am your host simula and first and foremost i just want to say thank you um for all your dms i don't think that i've done that no not the dms where we talk about stuff but the dms um where you guys send me kind messages and you guys tell me um how you appreciate what i'm doing and all that type of jazz i really appreciate it and i don't think i've thanked you guys <laughs> For that, ever since this whole podcast started, you guys have been very supportive, and you guys have been very nice and telling me how this podcast is very helpful to you. And I really appreciate that. It really drives me to um, <laughs> to make more episodes and all that type of stuff. I'm very excited. However, today I'm very excited simply because it's Tuesday, and I have been saying that I want to make my podcast episodes on tuesday a few people did bring to my attention that um anchor doesn't anchor or spotify does not give you guys notifications every time that i post so if i'm saying that i want to post on tuesdays then i should stick to that <laughs> and i will stick to that uh, so um sorry if you're new to this family welcome 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 um you might want to check out the introduction it's going to speed you up it's going to tell you what this episode is all about um this podcast that is i'm sorry it's gonna tell you what this podcast is all about it's going to download you, juices so you might want to listen to that oh i don't want to say sis anymore because i went through my stats and 20 percent of my listeners are actually male so i'm sorry <laughs> oh i'm very sorry um if you are returning thank you thank you for always just taking your time to listen to me blab and all that type of jazz um today i woke up feeling very fresh i woke up feeling very empowered i was very excited when i woke up this morning i was not that i'm not anymore anyways last week we spoke about um sexual abuse that is rape and we also spoke about friendships and their pain and how to heal from that and I said that I was going to make an episode this weekend and it was going to be part 2, but I think that I want to make this particular podcast Ogane, I want to make all my other pod, like all my other episodes. I don't know why I'm making mistakes and saying podcast instead of episodes, but forgive me. I want to make one episode about one particular grief and just talk about it because i kind of feel like i'm not doing enough justice or i'm not giving these griefs enough justice i'm not giving them what they deserve and i just want to do that so i'm sorry um a young disclaimer i always forget to say this i am not a psychologist i am not a psychology student or anything of that sort to be honest i am not i'm just someone who is very grounded and very interested in people's mental and emotional stories and other issues that go with emotional and mental issues i am very heavy on that and i always try to understand how other people feel about it and how other people have dealt with it so today i want to touch a very important issue you know like i want to talk about abuse and how to start the healing of process the healing process of it I don't know what is wrong with me but you're gonna have to forgive me I'm also not feeling well so um abuse um, in whatever form that it chooses to take is a very important and, and a very serious issue it, it can manifest in many relationships be it a romantic relationship a same-sex relationship family relationships friendships any form of relationship really um, I don't know if I should talk about the types of abuse, but I want to do a separate episode on that because we have a lot to unpack on that. We have to unpack that in details, you know, the cycle of abuse, the type of abuses they are. And of course, because it's a very huge uh, topic and it's a very long one, um, I want to make a separate episode for that. But today, I want us to focus... On the effects of abuse and the aftermath of it Um, just to focus more on healing it and also just focus on it as a whole the things it comes with when we talk about abuse whether it's emotional abuse or physical abuse or it's a combination of both one overriding aspect of abusive relationships is control it is control Recognizing what is happening to you in an abusive relationship is the first difficult part of the whole experience because in most cases we are invested like we, we we are very invested be it you are deeply in love or you care about the person that is abusing you it is very difficult to recognize the abuse for what it is to a point that sometimes you mold your behavior to meet their expectations. And, you know, I think that with time, you get to understand that nothing you do is quite up to their standard. And sometimes, even when you do meet that standard, the bar just shifts. It shifts all the time. And you are bound to miss the mark. And you're going to miss the mark again. I I think that most of the people that have been in abusive relationships can testify to that. You're going to miss the mark. You miss the mark every time over and over and over again, you know, it's an ongoing cycle, and, um, you get to a point where you feel like nothing is good enough, and you get to a point where you feel like you, as a person, you're not good enough, I've never been in a physical, uh, abusive relationship, um, but I've been in, a, in an emotional abusive relationship, and I've been physically exposed to about five or more people, um, that were being physically abused in my lifetime. But I think that the one thing that I realized about abuse that I think we had in common, which I think was one of the hardest things to learn about abuse, it was the fact that um, abuse is not only just controlling. It is also convincing. It is very convincing. Let me tell you. Someone will hit you and tell you they love you. And in most cases... You are going to be convinced that they do. It's not a matter of you forcing yourself to believe it. You are going to be convinced that they do. Your abuser will tell you that you are not worthy of love. And they will tell you that no one is going to love you like they do. Or no one is going to love you at all. Trust me, you're going to believe it. Because abuse is very convincing. And I think that that's one of the things that we don't really like talk about. It's very convincing although um sometimes there may not be any physical violence i want to describe emotional abuse as having um something like a thorn you know like when you have a thorn stuck under your skin i want to describe emotional abuse as that you bleed you know you bleed like uh, you bleed very very little like you bleed very little like the, the the bleeding is so small but you do feel the sharp pain and that sharp pain is usually hidden from others that's the thing about emotional abuse it's usually hidden from others but internally the trauma continues to damage you and it damages you with every move that you make it does when you are in these abusive relationships let me rather say when we are in these abusive relationships you know or family situationships or Anything that's abusive, our close friends and family may not even have an idea what's going on. And I think partially it's because we as victims are very good at making the relationship look rock solid. We are very good at that. Sometimes it happens automatically. We don't even plan it. I think it's also because the, the abuser is very manipulative. They will tell anyone looking from the outside that this relationship is good and they'll make them believe that you are happy and if you are in an abusive relationship you have to get away from that you have to get away from that asap you know reconnecting um with the people that you love i think it's so important that when you are going through abuse or after you've gone through the abuse It's so important that you reconnect with your people. Open up about the experience. Tell them what's going on. Uh, Personally, I think that my biggest mistake was actually keeping quiet about it. And I think a lot of us do that. It's important that you open up about that. I say this simply because your abuser may already have gotten them with the narrative that suits them. That's the first thing that abusers do okay let me give you um a quick story it's very small (laughs) a quick story very personal um in one of my emotionally verbally abusive relationship an incident happened that made me realize that um you know the abuser will make everyone else believe what they want them to believe I was dating this guy, and he was very, very, very verbally abusive, and he was very emotionally abusive, a lot, so I stayed in that relationship, even though I was going through all of that, so one time, I was playing music with his phone, and I'm not the type of person that's gonna go through people's phones, um, I I don't know, it's not, it's not me, it's not that I don't have any problems with people that go through my phone, but it's just not me. I never, it never really crosses my mind, you know. Even if you have a, 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 even if you have a history of cheating, I don't go through people's phones. So as I was playing music, a pop-up came up and he posted me on on WhatsApp. So someone replied and then they were like, "You forgave her? No, you deserve better than this." So because i was very curious i needed to understand why am i being forgiven and at first i didn't think it was me i was like who's being forgiven like i I didn't know anyone that needed forgiveness so i just literally click on that and when i scroll up I, i start reading all these texts and you know i can't even begin to describe the amount of abuse that guy inflicted on me everything the one part that i didn't understand everything that he did to me he was saying that i was doing to him and the one part that really woke me up was the fact that he does recognize that what he is doing is wrong but he made it seem as if i was the one that was doing it and that was shocking to me that's exactly what he did but i think when that literally happened i didn't feel the need to just tell my side of the story and at that particular time when it happened i started thinking to myself okay because everyone liked him i was like but what what's wrong and then i realized that he could be telling everyone else the same story and i should have not let him be now i i'm realizing that i should have not let him be but i did and the sad truth is that this happens to a lot of people you know The abuser will tell everyone and they will make everyone believe their version of the story because he made it seem as if I was the one that was crazy and I cheated on him, I broke his heart, I ended the relationship when none of that was even true. But the abuser will make moves, they make moves, you know, people that are abusive, I don't want to say they're smart because they're very evil, but they know exactly what they're doing, they know exactly what they're doing. They make moves to make sure that everyone you turn to will advise you that you must come to your senses and that you must go back to him because the abuser loves you and um, they want what's best for you. They always make it seem that's the case. That's why you find find situations where someone is going to be telling you, I don't like the way this person treats me. Then they're going to say, but they care about you and they love you. Don't you see? That's because... That's what they're saying. And it happens a lot. They have a PhD in that. So that's why I feel like it's so important that you share your story as quickly as you can. As as as, as quickly as you can. The moment you start realizing those type of things, you need to share it. Or find someone who isn't familiar with the abuser. Trust me, the best advice is going to come from someone that they don't know. You know, when you do recognize this abuse sometimes, however, most of us tend to stay. We think that it will get better. Someone is going to think that it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to get better. And it doesn't. Actually, it doesn't. Some of us stay simply because... I don't know. I don't know why most people stay. But the one that really hurts me is when people stay because they are forced by certain situations and honestly nothing breaks my heart more than that it it, nothing i when i try to think about it you know being threatened or having your life hang on the abuser is i i can't even begin i'm not saying that i'm not saying that other reasons of staying are not as hurtful as that but i can't begin to imagine having to stay in a situation when you know you don't want to be there because you know, sometimes when we think about abuse, I want to say there's a lot that happens with abuse, and life after the abuse is very challenging. It is. You you experience a lot of things. Most of us experience a post-traumatic stress disorder. That's PTSD, yes. And it is difficult. You know, it, it is a very difficult psychological disorder to treat. It is very difficult to treat, mainly because it manifests. In a multitude of emotional reactions to situations and behaviors to be honest if you are suffering from ptsd caused by emotional abuse you are bound to gravel and exhibit feelings of worthlessness and the guilt and that's going to cause you to to be very withdrawn it's going to cause you to be depressed it's going to cause you to have anxiety and for the most of us we get to a place where we develop unhealthy coping mechanisms like um abusing alcohol or any drug we start abusing drugs or you develop eating disorders or you develop a lot of things it's just whichever way that you feel like is going to help you deal with that you take it and i think that my biggest problem and I think that that's the biggest problem with everyone else that is being abused, is having yourself, your sense of self trashed. That was a lot. I think that's what most people, and that's what we go through after all these abusive situations. It becomes very difficult to value yourself. Uh, sometimes you're convinced that you're damaged goods to a point that sometimes you start to think everything in relationships is your fault everything you question yourself and the question really becomes what did i do wrong even after it happened you start asking yourself what did i do wrong and i i i honestly can't tell you how hard life is after the abuse life is very it is very challenging after abuse because you carry a very huge cloud over your head in your next relationship in your next friendship in any family situation that you think that if you make any mistake, no matter how small you know things like messing up on a dinner night just once, even if it's just once, or sometimes you think that if a family member I'm just making an example asks you to do something and you 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 ruin that, you kind of feel like that's going to ruin the relationship you have with them. it's gonna cause that person to not like you or it's gonna cause that person to not care about you or it's going to cause that person to fall out of love with you and i know it makes no sense but it happens it's it's real i think for me i'm doing the damage that was done by uh, my abusive relationship um it doesn't matter whichever form it took um it took me so much time which i think it still is but it took me so much time because sometimes I would find myself passing through that hole and sometimes it happens still where I'm like I'm passing through that dark phase but it it's not something that I'm like now oh my god you know when you're with, when you're reflecting it's bound to give you some sort of feeling but I I want to say that Undoing the damage that was done to you Is is going to require a lot of patience It's going to require a lot of patience It's going to require a lot of care It's going to require you to care a lot about yourself But it's going to teach you also um, a lot about yourself For me, I reflected a lot uh, on why I thought and reacted The way that I did in these bad situations And it helped me a lot Life after abuse is very challenging you can get to a point in your life right where you feel like i'm on my own and those are the those are the things that really happen after an abusive relationship you start feeling like you're alone personally i didn't trust anyone and i didn't want to allow emotional intimacy because i i feared a lot i feared betrayal and i feared manipulation but with time i found i found a way you know i found a way because i met a point in my life where i can see people for who they are i can see who's genuine and i can see who's going to cost my emotional health and i think that the one thing that was so important about it was figuring out everything and that helping me make my life a little easier i'm not saying it's going to be easy i'm just saying it just gets to a point where it gets easy But you have to get to a place where you want to heal. You have to get to a place of healing. Because you don't go through all of that for nothing. You have to get to a place where you're like, I want to heal. Because if you continue living this whole thing and just not dealing with it, it's going to cause you to continue relieving the stress because you refuse to deal with the underlying trauma the fact is it's not going anywhere it's never gonna go anywhere until you heal it's never gonna go anywhere trust me wait let me tell you right the impact and the aftermath of any abuse is challenging the reason why i'm saying challenging so much it's because it's very challenging it is a very challenging experience I want to say that emotional abuse is tricky. It is very tricky. I'm not saying that physical abuse is not, but I think that people that experience physical abuse also experience emotional abuse. And physical abuse, I'm not saying you you can, it's easy to heal from, but literally the the pain that you go through while being beaten can fade away, but the psychological effect of it remains there. Emotional abuse is tricky. It's very tricky because it's invisible. You can't see it. You can feel it. Other people can't. Even though it... Because, you know, it doesn't leave any physical mark. But the depth of the scars and the weight of the pain creates such a heavy burden. And people can't even see it. I can't describe what kind of pain the constant criticism you know the control i can i can't even begin to describe what type of pain it leaves after you've gone through it verbal and emotional abusers um will gaslight you a lot they're very good with gaslighting you into thinking that you are the problem abusers in general will isolate you from supportive friends and family because they know they know they will help you recognize it they will help you realize that you're being abused and they will give you the strength to walk away from it that is a problem for them because they shame you and belittle you in any way that they can with their mind games and honestly all these things are a lot to take in it is it's a lot to take in i'm a very emotional person you know my mind is forever busy Most of the time, it comes from my love for self-introspection, to be quite honest. I'm always trying to understand how people are feeling or why they do certain things. I'm very big on psychological issues. I'm very inquisitive about mental and emotional health. I'm very inquisitive about that. Yesterday, I was reading this other thing about the difference between mental health and emotional health. Apparently... It's thinking versus expressing. And I never thought of it in this way. They say that a good um, a good way to actually think about it is that mental health refers to your ability to process information. And um, emotional health, on the other hand, refers to your ability to express your feelings based on the information you are processing. That's what they said. And I didn't even think about it in that way abuses a lot and I wish that we were more open in having these conversations and um, more open in trying to find ways to heal ourselves because when we don't deal with these emotions and we don't deal with these experiences we end up hurting other people or we end up getting into other situations that are going to worsen the, the issue to be quite honest you know whether you were or still are not allowed to hang out with a certain friend or you were told that your long-term dreams were a waste of time or you were being controlled or you were being gaslighted into um, um, anything and you know maybe being gaslighted on who what when why where and how you should spend your time you need to understand that that is abuse you need to understand that those things that were happening to you that is abuse and it is not normal you need to understand that because you know your abuser. the only thing that they aim to achieve to tell you the truth is that they want you to feel lost they want you to feel scared and they want you to feel alone they crave that it feeds the animal in them. I can't even think of an animal <laughs> to, to, to refer to when I'm, when I'm thinking about these kind of people. Like, they do a lot. But the point is that they want you to feel like there is a massive hole in your life without them. That is the end goal. It's to make you feel like there is a massive hole in your life without them. But I want to get to the part where we talk about healing. Like, How do we then heal? The most important thing you need to understand when we are talking about healing, to tell you the truth, that is not even a lie, is that time heals all wounds. And I've had so many people talking about, no, time doesn't heal all wounds. And time heals all wounds. You need to take your time. You need to give yourself enough time. There is no rush. Take your time. Time heals all wounds. And then after you have gotten to that point where you understand that, You need to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is very important in anything that you go through. It is very important in anything that you go through. You need to forgive yourself. Every healing process requires yourself to forgive yourself, to be quite honest. And even though forgiving yourself um, is the hardest part, at least it is to me. It is very worth it. What the abuser did to you was wrong. You don't deserve it. You did not deserve it. You don't deserve it now. You're never going to deserve it. No one deserves that kind of treatment. You know, the shame, the fear, the guilt that you somehow brought upon yourself is not where your energy belongs right now. It is definitely not. It doesn't belong there now and it will never belong there. You should stop blaming yourself and feeling all these emotions. I don't care how long it took you to get out of that situation. I don't care how long you allowed the abuser to go on. It has to stop. You need to forgive yourself. Because none of that even matters at this particular point. But here is what matters. You made it through. You survived. And you are free. You walked away. You did it. That's all that matters now. You did it blaming yourself feeling guilty and all that type of stuff is not going to help you in any way the worst that you can do to yourself is not to forgive yourself don't drag this longer than it should one of the things that you deserve as a person is self-forgiveness and that should be on the top of your list to be honest that should be on the top of your list and secondly You know, when when you're thinking about healing from an abusive relationship, you're going to have to redraw your boundaries. You are going to have to redraw your boundaries. You know, boundaries are an essential part of practicing love with yourself and with others. It's very important. It's very important because boundaries allow you to define your limits, like where they begin, where they end, and the terms that apply as you interact with other people. They're very important. If you listen to my previous episodes, you know, you know very well that I am very, very, very serious about my mental health and my emotional health. It is everything to me. I don't play with it. And I think it's mainly because in my healing process, I had to recognize and I had to understand that my needs matter and that they are my responsibility and no one else's. They are my responsibility. And that means that I have to choose every time who I surround myself with, and honestly, that was a game changer for me. It changed everything. The biggest mistake that I think that I ever made was to think that they were someone else's responsibility, and they were not. I thought that um, it was their responsibility to make me happy, be it you are my friend, be it you are my sister. Be it you or someone that I know, I always just kind of felt like if someone is in your life, they're supposed to make you happy. They're supposed to make you feel loved. They're supposed to, you know, everything. They're supposed to do all that thing. But in this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about that because it's never going to be the conversation here. Ever since I started this podcast, if you've been paying close attention, Everything that is going to happen in your life, everything that you're going to feel, everything that you're going to go through, your healing, your self-love, your everything is going to come from within. You have to be that for yourself. The moment you start putting such things on other people, it's a total fail. It's going to end badly. It's not going to help you. You're going to keep relapsing every time. You're going to keep putting yourself in these dark situations every time because you don't want your needs to be your responsibility you're taking your responsibility and giving it to someone else they are not going to take it they can take it for a couple of months but they they, they're gonna give it back i'm telling you the truth and the other thing that you have to do when you are in the healing process is you have to rebuild your story and i cannot emphasize how important this is that this was very important for me i don't even want to lie you have to rebuild your story and that is how you're going to take your power back let me tell you right Abusers force false um, narratives onto us you know and they try to justify the abuse every time every time and the truth is that none of these justifications are accurate none they are not accurate they're gonna tell you i'm doing this because i love you i'm doing this because i care about you if you're being abused by a family member they're gonna say i'm doing this because i want you to become a better person let me tell you the job of a abuser i want to I wanna even use the term main the main job of any abuser is to attempt to change your reality by altering how you see yourself that is their main job they will do anything anything to alter how you see yourself that's why they say all these harmful things they're going to tell you all these harmful and false stories about yourself that you are you are you are wicked that you are not kind that all these type of things and you know these things can be very heavy you know it's 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 damaging especially when it comes from someone that you trust and someone that you love it leaves long lasting effects it leaves long lasting effects but you have to get to a place where you take your story back rebuilding your story is a highly important step of healing from an abusive experience because it is your story whatever they told you you have to rebuild it same thing that comes you know you know when i was talking about convincing They will convince you that these things that they tell you are true. You have to rebuild your story. Because if you are out of that situation, which I'm hoping that everyone that's listening to this is out of that situation, you need to understand that the abuser is out of your life. This is your opportunity to take your life back. This is the perfect opportunity to undo the abuser's lies and the manipulation. You know? through self actualization and trust me trust me it's going to feel like an a, an awakening but also a very emotionally difficult process but healing is never easy but it is always worth it it is very worth it any form of abuse and the consequences of the abuse are difficult they are difficult to heal from that's the reality of it but it's going to make it less difficult if you make yourself understand from the get-go that you are rebuilding yourself from a painful very painful aftermath caused by yes sometimes it's months sometimes it's years and other people it's decades it's caused by abuse that's been happening for months for years and sometimes even decades and when you get to that point Where you feel like, I'm struggling. While you're in your healing process and like, I'm struggling. It's okay to feel that way because you are struggling. You are struggling. It's okay to feel that way. You are abused. And sadly, that's what abuse does. It makes you feel some type of way. It changes your life. It changes the way you see yourself. It changes the way you see other people. It changes the way you live your life. You are struggling and that's okay but you have got to heal last but not least i want to say that knowledge is power knowledge is very powerful i don't even want to lie knowledge is power but i want to talk about that in my next episode because i want to talk about the cycle of abuse and those who are still in abusive relationships um i just want to talk about it for them uh or people that have never experienced any form of abuse um those are that need to recognize this abuse because the truth is you need to recognize this abuse before it gets even deeper because we live in now guys we are in a very we are in a very 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 bad place I don't know about the other parts of the of the world, but here in South Africa, it it is very difficult. A lot of people that are going through abuse are being killed. A lot, we are losing our sisters, and I know that partially, twenty uh, percent, if I can say, here is watching, here is listening. I'm sorry, is listening that is listening is males and i know that males also go through the same form of abuse it's not sometimes physical but they go through a lot of verbal abuse and this episode is literally for any gender it's for all of us it's the same be it you're a man you're a woman the mind of an abuser works just the same it's to manipulate it's to destroy it's to belittle you it's to put you where they want you to be not for Anything but to satisfy their own selfish needs. Nothing more. They have no intentions of making you happy. They have no intentions of making you feel loved. None of that. It's just what they're benefiting from you. It's all about that and nothing more. So I want to talk about the cycle of abuse um in my next episode because if i start talking about that now <laughs> um it's going to be yet another issue oh my god i forgot i should have said this in the beginning but my plan was i'm going to read it at the end of this episode <sighs> i received um an an email from Onelis. is it Onelis onelisa yes from onelisa Shongwe. she did say that i can use her name but if you want me to if you want to say something and i'm very happy that you reached out because um it may it warms my heart because i do know that people do reach out to me but this was a kind of like a different situation because it was a whole email and you, you know i'm gonna read it though um and it warms my heart to know that It got to someone in that type of way, you know. But before I read that, uh, I want to say that I'm very big on, what do you call it, confidential stuff. (laughs) I don't want to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. I have conversations with people all the time. And whatever you tell me is between me and you, unless you allow me to talk about it. And I will ask you. So if you want to say something do not be afraid to just talk about it if you're struggling with anything emotionally this is supposed to be a safe space for everyone to be honest it's supposed to be a safe space for everyone so that we can come together and we can talk about these things that if you are going through something we can talk about it here and maybe some people are going to send um, their responses and what i found out is that for those of you that like dming me you can always if you have anchor you can just when you're listening it when you're listening to this episode on anchor that is a not and not spotify or any other um platform you can send a message a voice message you just click on that message thing then you record your message and if you want me to play your message in this podcast or in this episode or any other episode that i will do i will gladly 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 play it so let me just get to the email and Read this email for you It's actually about the previous episode That we had Okay Hi Sibu My name is Onelisa Shongwe I currently reside in Joburg And I was very touched With your episode last week And to be honest This was the first time that I was hearing it um, It touched me simply because I was going through a lot In 2017, I was friends with this guy and we were close. One night, he raped me. And I couldn't open up about it. I, first of all, did not even want to recognize it as rape because I made excuses for him. He was drunk. He probably took it a a bit too far. But the hard part about it was the fact that even... Before he did that, people were already claiming that we were sleeping together. The part that hurt me was the fact that I trusted him. After I recognized that it was rape, I trusted him, and if I'd open up about it, then people were just not gonna believe it. So I kept quiet and I didn't say anything. We carried on talking for about nine months until it really started sinking in that I was violated it became such an issue because at that time I found out that I had contracted something and beginning this year I decided to start telling people but the healing process was really hard because I thought all I had to do was to just talk about it but after listening to your podcast it made me understand that it requires more than just talking about it and to be honest with you Thank you so much because I'm about to start my own healing process and I kind of feel like it's very heavy on me. And I'm hoping that anyone else that's out there that was listening to it, this was very helpful to them as well. Thank you so much for sharing your own stories and allowing us to be able to talk about our own and to be able to relate. Thank you. that was a lot i think for me when i read this um email it was just kind of like a lot to take in simply because like i said in my previous episode starting this uh podcast was was really it was a a a long (laughs) and it was a long and hard thought i don't know you know like when you think about something and you think long and hard about it that's exactly what happened with me i've always been big on emotional issues i started this on my instagram when i used to have my um deep meaningful conversations and then i'd have dms where people will be telling me about their stories then i realized that opening up to people allows them to open up to you But however, when I began this podcast and I was thinking about my introduction, I think that it I got to a point where it required a lot of me, a a part of me that I had not shown anyone. And if I wanted to make this a very safe place for people like her or for people like you, for someone to ever get to a place where they're like, I want to share my own story, then I needed to share my stories. And Personally, this podcast, this past, I think, like, there was a time after I did, I don't know, when, when was it? There was a time, though, it was, like, probably a month ago, where uh, I was really going through a little, a little emotional roller coaster Because I was at a place where I was like, okay, I'm about to seriously open myself up to people. And I realized at that particular moment that I wasn't just opening up myself to people. I was opening myself up to people that wanted change, that wanted to fix themselves, that wanted to dress their wounds. And honestly, that's exactly what I wanted. That was why I decided to start the podcast in the first place. So this kind of got me very emotional. Because I do talk to people sometimes after they listen to my podcast and then they tell me a story. But I think this one was a little bit too personal for me and um it's a lot i think that we go through so much especially with the people that we choose to surround ourselves with and the fact that we cannot even open up about these issues is crazy to me because i also went through the same thing of not being able to open up he wasn't my friend but of not being able to open up because sometimes we fear what people are gonna say we, we don't know how to explain it. We don't know how to say anything. There, there are just too many questions when it comes to um, being raped. There's just... You have to answer a lot of things. And it's quite sad. Every time I hear someone telling me their their rape story, it's quite sad. The things that we have to go through is not cute. They are not cute at all. But I have no doubt in my mind. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that the right people are listening to this podcast and it's gonna get better and it's gonna get better and that's the only thing that I ever wanted really this podcast for me was more so allowing myself to be something to someone else that I didn't have allowing myself to allow someone I don't want to say allowing it was more of yeah allowing myself to help someone else get to a place where they can open up but not only that but to have a place to open up in it was creating a community creating a platform a space where we can be open about the things that we are going through without the fear of being judged without the fear of being questioned without the fear of being misunderstood or without the fear of having of having to feel like you have to prove yourself Because you don't have to prove yourself here and all the people that listen to this podcast are the right people to listen to it it's people that want to see change it's none of that fun and all that you know like there's no judgment here i don't want anyone to ever feel like there's ever any space for any judgment eventually we're gonna get to talk about other things like fun type of things and even when we get to that part i want to believe that it's all going to be fun and games because it's growing a beautiful community it's going it's growing a place of peace and a place where you can literally just what term can i use (laughs) a place where you can just offload that's what i want to use like that's the term i want to use a place where you can offload so if you are going through anything anything at all this is home, <laughs> this is a place that sh- you can call home, you can open up at any time, you don't have to say your name, I will not disclose your name if you don't want me to, and, uh, and thank you, it's very brave of um, her to actually just Oh, of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's very, it's very brave of you. I don't know why I'm talking about it as if you will not listen to this. It's very brave of you to get to that place where you you wanna tell your story and you don't want to hide your name even. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have. In 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 a different life i wouldn't have i would have probably said let me be anonymous but if you're having anything at all it doesn't matter what it is it's we are a community we are a family whatever it is that you're dealing with we're going to help you through it so do not be afraid to hit me up on my email at z o w i e m b a m b o at gmail dot gmail.com or you can hit me up in my DMs at IamSibulele underscore M. Yeah, I'm not giving anyone my personal number. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Anyways, um, uh, I think that is it for today. I'm going to see you guys next week. You guys are going to hear from me next week. I love you so much. I want to tell you that I, I love you. And I want to tell you that you are loved. You are very loved. It doesn't matter that it doesn't matter if you don't feel it right now. It doesn't matter if you don't feel loved or you don't see anyone showing it. Especially if you're going through a rough time. It doesn't matter. You are loved. And sometimes it's very hard to see the people around us. Um, to see if they care. To see if they love us. Simply because you are going through so much. But you are loved. And I want you to know that you are not alone. are not alone at all do not beat yourself up and try to deal with things that you cannot deal with if you don't have close people or you don't have anything trust me there are other places where you can find the help that you need sometimes it's through reading other reading other people's experiences um listening to podcasts like this um, going on YouTube and trying to find people that are sharing their stories and how they 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 overcame certain issues life doesn't have to be this hard you have to give yourself time you have to give yourself some space you have to give yourself a chance a chance to a better life a chance to heal a chance to be happy a chance to love yourself because when you do you're going to feel so much better and to you, my sister, I just want to tell you that it's not easy. The road that you're about to go to, like the road you're about to embark on is not easy. It is not at all, but it is worth it. I promise you, once you get to the other side, you will feel like nothing even happened. You will feel like nothing even happened, and you will empower other people to deal with their issues, and you will inspire other people to share their stories. Nothing beats being relatable. Nothing. So with that being said, I'm going to say it again. I love you. (laughs) Take care of yourself. I will see you next week.